everyone, and welcome to episode 8 of season 2 of the Therapist Run Podcast. Thank you so very much for being here. I hope you are all having a lovely day so far, whether it is the morning, the afternoon, or the evening. Hey guys, so this episode has been a little pain in my butt, to be honest. Um, I recorded a future episode a week after publishing my latest one, and I believe that one was creating a daily self-care routine. That's because that episode made sense with where I was at the time and like my my real life situation. But then I got confused. <laughs> and I had a screenshot of like the poll I posted about which episode you guys wanted to see next. And apparently I just miss I forgot, I guess, or misinterpreted. I have no idea what happened. But yeah, I I recorded the wrong episode and I didn't end up liking it anyway, so I kept the outline and I'll still be recording that in the next couple weeks. Um, and then I tried to record this episode, of course, because it was meant to come out this Sunday, um, but I was like, I literally cannot, there was just too much going on, so I postponed it and I tried recording it a couple days ago. Nope, I tried recording it yesterday <laughs> um, and I just didn't love it. So anyway, we're here now. Um, I'm recording the day of release, so you're getting a very, very real-life <laughs> update for today's intro, um, but I'm excited to talk about this topic. Was I a little bit, how do I say it, was I a little bit, like, stumped after the first time recording? Yes, um, but I think I have all my thoughts organized I'm confident in everything I'm saying, and I'm honestly just excited to talk about this because I think learning how to love yourself, I mean, there's, it's like an onion. There's so many layers to it. There's so much to, you know, wrap your head around, especially if you're coming from a place where you don't, and in fact, you might not like yourself at all, um, which can be really challenging, but also learning to love yourself and loving yourself will set you ahead in so many sectors of your life. And, you know, there's a quote. <laughs> here, we, here she goes. There is a quote in a song, I guess song lyrics, um, that I believe I've already quoted from Faith Marie. It's in the song Toxic Thoughts. Um, how does it go? It goes, I'm my closest friend. I remind myself again, better treat her well because she's with me till the end. I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, there's no way, like, that's brilliant. I'm pretty sure I used it as a caption at one point. Um, still something I would do. I don't know why I'm laughing about that. But it's true. You are literally stuck with yourself until your last breath. So you might as well become besties with them. And you might as well enjoy the company. Because you are the only person you can control. Um... <laughs> Hamilton reference. But yes. So that just goes to show that being able to be in your own presence and, and be alone and even better love yourself is is very important. So very excited to talk about this today. Let's do a quick little life update. So last time we were together, um goodness me. Where was I? I believe I was just starting my new job. Um I'm going to go to my photos app. Yes. I was just starting a new job and it's been going really great. Um, I'm working a little less, which is nice because I was almost working full time. Um, the first 
couple weeks I was training, which is a little bit brutal. But I have still been going out a bunch. In fact, maybe a little too much. I'm like hitting that plateau where it's like, okay, I need to kind of calm down. Remind myself of my daily self-care routine, not make any exceptions. Um, because consistency in my life has definitely been a little bit rocky, but it's still something that I keep telling myself every day. So once I kind of get myself in check, um, in the next couple days, I think we'll be set. (laughs) Um, but it's definitely been a pretty busy summer so far socially, um, and just trying to organize what the next few months are going to look like because a lot's been going on. Um, so I've just been going to the lake, spending time with some friends, catching up with a lot of old friends, especially while my boyfriend was away. You'll hear more about that in that super duper pre-recorded episode. Um, he had his first concert, which is awesome, if you didn't know. Um, Playgrounds, that's their stage name. It's one of my childhood friends and my boyfriend. So go check them out if you haven't already. It was super duper fun. Um, the energy was great and it was a pretty good turnout. So what else has gone down? I went to driving school and I dragged one of my friends to go with me. It was basically three days, three full days. Not full, they're not eight hours. They were six hour days. So it totaled to 18 hours. And it was just in-class theory. It was kind of a lot, but I'm happy I could have gone through the classes with a friend. And now we're doing driving lessons, and hopefully I can drive independently in November. (laughs) This is the goal, but we'll see. So I'm recording this episode today because I really wanted to get it out this week, so I'm not a week behind um, in uploading because I'm going camping this weekend, and I know once that's over, I'm going to be a lot more in check, and I don't really have anything crazy coming up, and routine will make its way back to me. So, about this camping trip, um, that's kind of what I've been, like, spending most of my time preparing for because, I mean, I've been, I've been lacking on sleep, absolutely, and with this driving school stuff and with work, um, I just have not had time to really sit down and and fully record, edit, whatever, and I have a little bit of time now and that's why I'm doing it today, but... Yeah, I've been prepping for this camping trip. It's just over the weekend with my boyfriend, and it'll be really good. I was in charge of food, and I had a lot of fun going to the grocery store um, and getting home. I had the house to myself yesterday because my parents were away just for the day, Um, and I just blasted some, like, Lizzie McAlpine and chefed up a storm for a couple hours. It was was incredible. Um... (laughs) But now I'm all packed up, just like regular toiletry stuff that goes in the day of. And I have work in a little bit, so let's get going, shall we? Um, Very nice little catch up, but I know what you guys are here for. So today, once again, we are talking about how to love yourself. It's important to realize that before you can even get to the point where you love yourself, because love is a strong word. As as much as I like to use it, it it holds a lot of power, and it took me years to be at a place where I can say I love myself, and I think it takes people long as well because it's so complex, but before you can get to a stage where you can even say that or, and even feel that, you kind of need to go through 
the path of self-acceptance, which is a big one, and that requires a lot of self-reflection and self-awareness is what I'm looking for, for sure. But I'll get into that in just a second here. Let's talk about the idea of uniqueness and being one of a kind, because this is one of my favorite things to talk about ever, because I just think it's so neat. You, my friend, are one in 7.888 billion. Yes, people are similar to you in skill sets, are similar to you in appearance even, and interests, but no one is you. And I just think that's mind-boggling, and I feel like I might think that's a lot more interesting than, like, the average person, but if you really sit down and think about it, that's so cool. And I think that in itself is something to be excited about. And I'm going to say that so often because I know the first time I, I recorded this episode that <laughs> you should be excited about how unique you are. But seriously, I will keep saying it. Now, going back to that idea of being self-aware and kind of getting to know yourself in order to accept yourself, in order to love yourself, it's like an onion, you need to recognize your flaws and realize that your quote-unquote flaws make you you and it's really important to admit to them. I know I am really stubborn and I have a really short temper and small things really piss me off really fast and I've turned that into a positive. I've turned that into something I can work towards every single day and I've turned it into kind of a goal of mine. Not necessarily goal because I don't think I'm ever going to reach a point where I'm never going to be that way, but it gives me something to work towards and everyone's working towards something different. And that again, I think is something to be excited about, right? Flaws, it's also a tough word because they're flaws if they negatively impact your life. And that can be mentally most often mentally, physically. I mean, it can affect relationships and such. I, they're just so, it's a big idea. It can be, you can think your body is a flaw. Some aspect of your body, you can think that's a flaw. And that can just be a social construct, which I will talk more about later. But recognize these feelings in yourself. What do you not love about yourself? What do you wish you could change? And think realistically of it. Like, I'm going to take myself as an example. For all of my life, I've been called sensitive. And I hate that word, but it's true. Um, And rather, I would describe it as just having big feelings and big emotions. I have very big feelings and very big emotions. And that was something I ran from for years of my life because I was embarrassed. And I don't know if I've spoken about this on my podcast, but I still struggled to get through a couple weeks of school without crying because something is going to tick me off and it's going to make me bust. And that is a big problem and it's something that I have been seeking help for. But also, I kind of flip it around. It's like, okay, I'm a big feeler, but this allows me to be empathetic. This allows me to have really good conversations with people. And this allows me to have such a big capacity for care and for love, and that just makes me feel so warm and fuzzy inside, so there's always kind of, there's there's always another side to a coin, right? 
I just messed up that saying. There is always a, I'm not going to try. <laughs> Coins have two sides <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. And while you might think something is a flaw, it could be, but there's good in everything. <laughs> and it, while you recognize your flaws and, and while you point them out and while you recognize really how you feel about yourself, because it's not easy, right? It, it, it can make you feel really insecure. You need to realize that there is good. And it's worth looking into that as well if you're already kind of looking into how you think about yourself because it's it's very meta <laughs> and it can feel a little scary for sure. What else makes you you? Your interests, your potentially popular interests or unpopular interests or nerdy interests, that's part of who you are. That's an aspect of you. So in my, in my case, I spoke about this in a recent episode. Um, how I really love true crime and how I also really love video game lore. <laughs> like it, it's not really, they're not interests that I share much with other people or at least with people close to me, but I still love them so much. And in my free time, you best believe I am like educating myself on these things. And, and with this podcast too, like it, it's pretty, like, it's pretty weird <laughs> to, I guess, just like know a girl from your school that talks into a mic and, and shares it with the universe but I love doing this and I love writing I love working with audio I love all of this stuff I love being able to communicate with a wide range of people <laughs> really and that's part of who I am your interests could be literally anything I don't even feel like I need to name them because you already know what your interests are and if not well, I'm pretty sure I have an episode on that. Um, finding your, what is it, hobbies and, oh, it's just hobbies and passions. Highly recommend. Check that out. Still a really good episode. A nice short one. Bite-sized. Go listen to it. But yes, all of your interests that you might even feel, I don't, what's the word I'm like, embarrassed about, those make you you. What else? The way you don't fit into social, mm, I've already messed up. <laughs> the way you don't fit into societal molds makes you you. <sighs> this is something that is constantly preached. <laughs> so social media kind of forces this ideal. And this is something I'm going to talk even more about later, but this we all know this. And I, I don't need to, to say it, but there is also a difference between hearing and listening. And with everything I say in this podcast, I would hope you guys listen and not just hear, especially if you're genuinely looking for guidance and help and not listening to this, you know, just in the back. But the ways that you differ from what is omnipresent in the media and especially social media, Instagram, all that stuff, makes you you. The ways you are different make you you. And that, again, is so beautiful and I, I seriously don't know if this is just a me thing or if people just don't talk about this enough, but just the fact that we are all different in little ways or big ways and are our own person is just so cool. It, it, it's like, how do, I, how do I share this excitement in, in ways? It's like when you customize a character in a video game or something or characters in a movie with their own traits and whatever. Like, I don't know if that hits the same for you guys. I just think that's so, that's so neat. So, I'm going to bring up a later point and just bring it up now, but there is no objective look of worth or value. 
And I think that's a really hard pill to swallow, especially for people in my age demographic and people who are present on the media. Again, society forces standards and ideals and ideas of what you should be, something that is preached all the time. And in my opinion, that should never be the goal because you are you and you are not the person that's on your screen, right? Comparison kills. And this is a conversation I believe I've had in therapy before, or maybe something I read, but it's it's true because you're you. And while there is such thing as positive comparison, and that is something I will be talking about in future episodes, for the most part, it's unhealthy. Again, there are ways you can make it healthy, but you should not be comparing even your success with another person's success or your appearance with someone else's appearance, your skills with another's. It it shouldn't work like that. And it's human nature to do so, but recognize when you're doing it is really what I'm trying to say because you should not try to be something you're not and rather you should flaunt what you have and amplify what's given to you and get excited about that and i think that is a lesson that ties really tight with like gratitude um but i'm not going to get too into that today that's not what today's about but yes those are my three kind of points um to kind of get you thinking about who you are as an individual and what makes you different your flaws your interests and the way you just are different right So another thing in this episode, another big point, I've got three. Um, So moving on to the second is, is talking about other people's influence on you, right? You need to stop turning outwards to fill the void. And you might be thinking, I don't do that. Like, I don't know what you're on about. I can guarantee you every single person listening to this does this at least a little bit. And that's because it's human nature. Once again, it's human. Relationships of any kind do not define your worth, right? Your closest friends, your partner, your family, or just strangers on the street, your classmates, they're, they, why would they have anything to do with who you are as an individual, right? The only way in which other people are affecting who you are is helping you discover things about you. And this is something I learned in psych. Um, I can't remember what words or definitions were, were, were present, but you learn the most about yourself in the ways you interact with other people. That's it. What other people say about you, what other people criticize about you, unless you think it's reasonable or unless it is food for thought and unless they're, they have good intentions. Unless they're saying something, they're calling you out and you know this is someone with good intentions, do listen. Obviously, I'm not saying you are, like, I'm not trying to I guess, fuel an unhealthy ego or anything like that, but be reasonable, right? It's common sense. (sighs) Okay, where do you even begin? Because again, in my age demographic and even just today in this day and age, people are are so hungry for validation and... I'm not excluded, by the way. Like, I feel like I say that as if I am. I am also hungry for validation. We all are. But I think with so many stimulants around us, and especially with social media, we look everywhere but in ourselves, 
right? So let me talk about my bias first, right? Having people in your life that validate you, i.e. make you feel like you belong or compliment you, absolutely makes loving yourself and accepting yourself come naturally. This is my bias because I'm blessed enough to have this. And I feel like in recent episodes, I've spoken about how grateful I am to have the people in my life that I do. Um, But I mean, a lot of them are going away. They're going to be busy in university now and I'm not done high school. So this is going to become a lot more real for me. And that bias is slowly going to be, you know, let go in, in this context. But yes, this is my bias. I do have people around me that support me and and preach my positive aspects, which is really lovely and I'm super grateful. But just keep that in mind when I'm going about this. <clears throat> so for some people, having a lack of, of close connections, having a lack of close relationships is what makes loving yourself so hard. Because it's kind of like trying to start a fire with your bare hands, right? You kind of can't, realistically. Like, you can, like, if you have the stuff, but you don't have a lighter, you don't have any, like, it's, it's a hard task. And to that, as someone who hasn't felt that way in a long time, my best advice is to realize that you haven't met half the people you'll meet in your lifetime. And you're going to be no less in value than what you will be when you meet them. Your value does not come from the outside, and it comes from the inside. Other people can be there to amplify it. They can be like a mirror, but what you're seeing in that mirror is already there, right? And I think it's so important to realize that you are all that and other people don't make you less and they don't make you more. And again, another really hard pill to swallow. Your popularity doesn't make you any more or less valuable, right? So what I wrote down kind of as an example um, is a comparison between two colors of roses. Red roses are the symbol of love. They are widely recognized. They're beautiful and very widely appreciated. I do too, but personally, I prefer the look of yellow roses. They're not nearly as popular, but they are gorgeous. (laughs) And I would argue that they are just as gorgeous as red roses. It's just one is maybe a little less recognized or known. Not that people don't know that yellow roses exist, but you know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Um, Yes, the big idea of not looking for your worth outside of yourself is very big. And I think going into like middle school and high school where, you know, social status feels like it really starts to matter, that can get tough for sure. Not having people around you is hard. Um, But you need to be able to look into yourself and be grateful for what you're given and work with what you have and be excited about it and, and be be thrilled that you are the only you out there and, you know, amplify your interests, your weird interests. Like if I didn't start this podcast, if I, you know, didn't start becoming a blog writer, which I actually don't know if I've spoken about this on this podcast, I'll get there. Um, I 
I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't have recognized my full potential and therefore wouldn't have realized what more there is to love about myself. So yeah. Lastly, my last big point here is to just be compassionate. This is something I struggled with for a long time and what really delayed my journey of just recognizing my worth and respecting myself, to be honest. Firstly, allow yourself to make mistakes like you would with anyone else. Now, a really good example is grades. So I'm a straight A student and if I had a friend get like a 78 on a test, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, good job. That's great. Because let's be real, 78 is passing and it's well passing, right? And I would argue that like in a math class, that's where, you know, a class average will hover, maybe a little less, right? That's great. But as soon as I get a 78, suddenly I am I am worthless. Suddenly I am going to fail. Suddenly, you know, like be compassionate towards yourself like you would anyone else. Like if you wouldn't treat another person like you treat yourself, oh my gosh, let me flip this saying. Treat yourself the way you would treat others. For all of you, for all of you empaths, for all of you Oh, for all of you people pleasers. No, I need to make an episode for people pleasers. It's so hard. It's so hard, y'all. Like, been there, done that. But for those of you that are still in your people pleasing era, that I will hope you exit at one point in your life, it can feel like you are always an exception, which you are, but not in the sense of kindness and compassion. So, again, another thing that is preached, but listen to those words. Don't just hear them. Think about it, right? Secondly, let go of what isn't serving you. Let go of the things in your life that make you feel crappy about yourself. And again, distinguish what is making you feel crappy about yourself and distinguish what is constructive criticism and what you can probably learn from. Um, Because you can learn from everything. But again, common sense. And, And really think about it. Like, I don't know. I I say common sense and then I tell you to really think about it. That's not how that works. But I I hope you know what I mean. Get rid of what is just negatively impacting you and learn from that. Um, As long as you're kind about it, don't feel bad. And I say this because most of you, like longer time listeners, will know that in the past year, I've cut a lot of connections and I'd say... I have been friendly about how I did it. Am I spiteful and have I said things afterwards that I totally did not? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not perfect. And that is another thing that I'm totally working towards is holding grudges and such. But I feel like the actual letting go portion was done as well as I could have and with communication. So if it is a relationship that relationships, again, emphasis on could be platonic, could be romantic. Um, if it is, If it is a relationship, communicate, be honest, and be compassionate towards yourself and know why you're doing it. Um, I had to do all of my cutting of relationships to grow and to explore more about myself. And that was really important to me at the time, and it still is. So whether that be relationships, whether that be maybe toxic interests, I know art can be a big one. It could be something maybe you were really good at growing up um, and then you lost motivation and you try to pick it up again and you're just frustrated. That doesn't just go with art. That goes with literally everything. Could be sports and such. 
let go of what isn't serving you. If you are, I hate the saying, I hate the saying so much. If you are beating a dead horse, oh, just, just don't, just, just don't, just leave it, please. Um, yes. And for the very last points, don't fixate on whatever your idea of perfection is. This is going to resonate differently with everyone, as will anything I say on this podcast, but this is a therapy conversation I had recently because I I personally get really caught up in my my personal ideals, not necessarily what's on the internet, but what my mind creates for myself and what I should be. And I think what's brought me comfort and what's kind of guided me through this toxic mindset is realizing that I'm constantly growing. Every single day I'm growing and I'm becoming a better version of myself because I become wiser by the second. And that in itself is enough growth. I don't need to do much more to feel like I'm improving as a person. And I'm really good at thinking you know, oh, I'll be happy when I get this grade. I'll be happy when I look like this. I'll be happy when I accomplish this. I'm, I'll be happy when I get this certificate. Whatever it is. That is, it, it's not a good mindset to have. It, 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 it kind of puts aside the idea of, of gratitude and self-acceptance and self-compassion once again. And I know all of us kind of have an idea of ourselves that we wish we were. And that is influenced by exterior factors, um, external factors, but oh, it's so you just need to be grateful and, and happy with where you are. And it's so hard as someone who is like easily frustrated. And I, I, this might be hard to believe. I have a generally like pessimistic attitude and it's something I've struggled with my entire life. Um, and this podcast is a way, it's kind of like therapy for me to, to kind of see the positives and be just grateful for where I am and, and for who I am. It's not really something that has a step-by-step formula or it's not something, you, like it's not a list you can check off and then suddenly you are grateful and, and happy with who you are. Like it, it's so hard, <laughs> but it's a process that I think comes naturally and some of you will be there and some of you won't be there and some of you might have this wake up tomorrow who knows but it'll click and i'm i'm still on that journey of being like hey i'm me i am never going to be that perfect ideal of myself that i have but i am just as valuable and if not more because i have flaws and i'm so much more real than that version of myself in my head so yeah Wow. Okay. This episode went so much better (laughs) than yesterday. Um, yes. Okay. So let's talk about, let's recap real quick. So in order to love yourself, you need to accept yourself. And in order to do that, you need to be self-aware and you need to do some reflecting. When it comes to reflecting on your flaws, realize that there is good. There is good in all of them. And now you kind of have something to work towards every day and that'll make you feel productive i promise please remember to not look for your own personal worth and value in other people the people you surround yourself with whether it be your friends your family your partner whoever can act as a mirror to hold up but as soon as you look into that mirror and you look into that reflection what you're going to see has always been there 
And your worth and value doesn't change with your social status or how many people you have in your life. So just flaunt what you have already. Don't wait for other people to point it out. Be happy with what you have. And lastly, be compassionate. Be kind to yourself the way you would be kind to other people. That's that. Oh, man, I'm really happy with this episode. I think this really will be a good starting point for, I guess, the, the next episodes coming out this summer because they all really do tie into this idea. Um, and I think without this episode, without this base, it'll be a little bit tougher to grasp those ideas because they're a little bit more abstract for sure. But here we are. I'm so pleased <laughs> that I could record this. Um, yeah, I hope you guys are enjoying your summer. Um, I hope you guys are getting outside. The weather has been quote-unquote nice. I've had this conversation. I really don't like the sun. I'm learning to love it. Um, but if you're someone who does enjoy the sun and the hot weather, oh my gosh, I best hope you are already out there frolicking in the sun. But yes, I'm so psyched for camping tomorrow. Ah, it's gonna be so good. Um, I haven't gone camping in a really long time for personal reasons. And it'll be nice to just kind of reconnect with my outdoorsy-ness that is very, very deeped and, and, and stowed away in, inside of me. But yes, I'm going to go get some food <laughs> and get ready for work, which is very soon, but I also need to publish this episode, so I'll be doing that. Um, yeah, next episode should come out on time because that outline is done I've already tried recording it once, so (laughs) my thoughts are organized for that, but I will let you guys go now. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. I really do hope that you found this episode valuable and that you got something from it, even if it was just a little quote, a little saying, um, or even just one line. I hope you have something to think about, but thank you all so very much for being here once again, and I'll see you next time. Bye now.